0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MCU Reviewed. We're back with our first regular episode. So we're talking about the MCU movies as opposed to the Disney Plus series. Feels so good to be back, of course. It's been a long time coming. You may have seen some of our, our stuff online, whether it's the, the latest episodes um or our funny little trailer that we had, but we've recast rashad so we've had some changes here. But welcome back to the MCU Reviewed, sponsored by Fantastic. I'm Josiah LeRoy with me scott legs pro skater look at that shirt my good friend john fick john what's going on man
1: man i am so excited to be back doing this show right now i know we had a couple of little interstitial episodes we talked about wandavision we talked about falcon the winter soldier that was fun but we haven't done an episode like this where we sit down talk about a film we rank these things we haven't done this since august of 2020 so we had a little hiatus there. We stopped like almost exactly. Actually, because of the fact that Black Widow's coming out, we are exactly halfway through the MCU now. Because we're throwing, MC, or we're throwing Black Widow there. That's going to be number 24. This is film 12. So we're at the halfway mark. And this is the end of phase three. So this is a fun time to get back into it. But man, I'm pumped to, I'm pumped to be talking about these films again.
0: Felt so good to watch um, an MCU movie last night with the purpose of kind of paying attention and, and thinking about what we want to talk about during this episode how we want to rank it as we'll get to at the very end that's always a uh, a fun thing more on rankings in a second uh, joining us uh he joined us for the the wandavision episode that we did a, a a few months back now jt jt welcome to the show how are you enjoying the bad batch
2: uh I, I'm loving it. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a big uh, Clone Wars Rebels fan as well. So just to have some references to that and uh, Bad Batch is my thing. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It feels like a little mini animated movie to me. And uh, I'm just, yeah, uh, you know, we're all Star Wars fans here too. So it's, it's awesome. Um, it just Again, back to like just having Marvel content when it comes to WandaVision or uh, or Falcon and Winter, like just to have any Star Wars content right now is just as good. So I'm I'm just loving it, man. Right great time. Wave. great time to be alive. Oh, that yeah. first
0: episode was wonderful. I love that it was a 70-minute episode. What a great oh, yeah. time period, you know, post, right after the Clone Wars to see, we, we haven't seen a lot of this, uh, how the, the Empire really transitions there from the Republic, especially when it comes to the, the clone troopers that become stormtroopers and so on and so forth. So right. Definitely enjoying myself so far as well. I didn't know that, that I wanted this series because I never got excited for it until I watched the first episode and here we yeah, are.
2: yeah i mean if they go off the books and comics i'm hoping you know we see some rebellion of the kaminoans and uh and a couple other things so i, I look I, for me i like i'm excited for kenobi coming out like i think there's so much in that time frame that we missed you know missed um sure. and we're gonna we're gonna see it live we're as live as it can be on disney plus so <laughs>
0: cannot wait uh we'll get into the some of the business of the show first of all some serious business the show is presented by fantastic their division of 26 Shirts. If you don't know, uh, 26 Shirts is a a company dedicated to uh, helping out communities, individuals, charities, you name it. Uh, They have a new beneficiary every time that they have a shirt sale. So 26 times a year, or 26 shirts, they will put out a brand new uh, geeky themed or sports themed t-shirt. You you can order it right at 26shirts.com. And uh, a good chunk of every one of those sales goes to a beneficiary, such, like I mentioned, uh, a family in need, an individual in need, or a charity. Typically, Del Reed, who's the co-founder of 26 Shirts, is on the show with us. Unfortunately, couldn't be with us uh, tonight, but we hope to have him back uh, for another episode shortly. Uh, But again, that's 26shirts.com. You can also check out 26shirts.com slash fantastic. So we should probably bring up, that was serious business, some funny business here. Speaking of the rankings, we, we kind of made a boo-boo. <laughs> um, a, little bit, a little bit. We tried to bring JT into the rankings in a way that we thought was a little bit fair and fun because Rashawn <laughs> had the previous votes, right? So we didn't want to just have JT take over. We wanted a little bit more power there. It helps if you have an accurate ranking list to go <laughs> off of. For whatever reason, John and I, way over our heads, totally forgot. Um, that We were, we were kind of missing some stuff there. So John, why don't you give a quick spiel on, on what we did because we took this to Twitter and we had a fan vote. If you want, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. So basically <laughs> when
1: we, when we brought John on, we said, all right, cool. Well, we're going to give you a, sh- a shot to, to mess with the list right now because you have you haven't been on these episodes. So what, what would you want to change if you could? And he picked, he wanted to get, um, winter soldier over what would have, it would have been Avengers, right? That's what you wanted, John. You wanted to have Winter Soldier hop over Avengers, and those two were touching, so that would have made sense. Well, Josiah and I had the wrong list, and we forgot that we had already watched Age of Ultron, and we had ranked Age of Ultron above uh winter soldier and rate right below Avengers so that list didn't make sense anymore so we, we we just had the wrong list up so we're just John doesn't want to redo that he doesn't want to fight again because he'd have to try to get winter soldier to hop two spots now so he wants to save those snaps we're not we're not going to go too crazy we're just going to revert back to the ranking that it should be I mean I'm going to pull it up right now uh this will be a good refresher as well because we haven't visited the show like I said since August of 2020 so we're here we're halfway through let's see where we are with the rankings um, and we're all going to still have our snaps. So we're all, we, we all still are going to have all three of our snaps. John gets that snap back because, because we messed that up. Uh, so yes. rankings are did, up right did, now. Go ahead.
0: What did Rashawn try to change?
1: He tried to get Iron Man two over three, something terrible. What, what a, a waste of a snap is, is what it was.
0: Like, if you, like a lot of people think Iron Man three and, and two, I guess, respectively are not Particularly great entries, or are even bad. Why would you care which order they're in? I, yeah. that's, that's my thinking. Rashad, we love you, man. Like, that's just, just leave, leave them bunched. Her, yeah, her for sure because we know Rashawn's gonna be watching or listening to this
1: for sure and that's so, part of the reason we wanted to give john the snap because like man not only what did Rashawn use a snap he kind of wasted one no offense my friend but like well, you know and, and he and he did lose too he put he, we put up that 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 poll and and nobody agreed with him so everything just stayed so um and that is
0: why he left the show and now he's in la and he, he's doing his thing exactly Rashawn, we miss you man that, that was a gift. Thank uh, you. Thank
1: you. Exactly. All right. So I, I have the rankings up. These are, these are the rankings from right after we finished Avengers Age of Ultron, which is the film right before that. So nothing's been tampered with. These are nothing's been snapped away. These are the official rankings that we've come up with. Uh, so number one, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. Number two, we have the Avengers. Number three, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. Number four, we have Captain America Winter Soldier. Number five, Iron Man. Number six, Iron Man three. Number seven, Iron Man two. Number eight, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number nine, Thor. Number ten, Thor: Dark World. I'm missing the Incredible Hulk. I just forgot to write it in here. That's it. So uh, the Incredible Hulk is eleven. I can I'll, I'll fix that when we when we throw Ant Man in here. Um, so yeah, so that's the rankings. Uh, and, and this number eleven spot is missing the Incredible. I started panicking. Like, wait a minute, why is there only why is there only ten here? There should be eleven. And <laughs> it, luck, luckily, it's a movie that that barely matters because it's going to finish up at twenty. Not again. Well,
0: I was staring <laughs> at the list as i'm talking about it going we just said that this was movie 12 what are we missing what are we doing <laughs> yeah um yeah good stuff so kind of fun we're gonna get to our rankings our updated rankings at the end of the show as we add ant-man of course to the mix that is today's episode we're gonna get into everything on ant-man the first solo adventure not to feature one of the original avengers here so the, the mcu starts this little bit of branching out here uh, but why don't we talk about just real quick, kind of first impressions of the film? Your 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 kind of simple thoughts on it, if if you will, because we're gonna have a deep dive into this shortly. Uh, John, why don't we go to you first? Overall thoughts on Ant Man?
1: I love this movie so much. It's uh, it's so different. It, it's it legitimately is a comedy. Like this is the first movie in the MCU, I guess up to this point that is almost kind of a different genre. Like this is less of a superhero movie, and it certainly is that a little bit. I would say. I would say it's a it's a comedy and a heist movie. Those are kind of the two. Those are the two biggest themes you get out of it. Um, it. So it was the most different movie we've got from the MCU. And I think it was one of those things where I was all in on the MCU and I, and I was ready to go. I think I, I definitely saw this in theaters, but I wasn't like super pumped about it. I'm like, okay, it's Ant Man. The we're gonna watch the first trailer uh, in in a moment. I think the trailer had some hints that it was gonna be funny. Obviously with Paul Rudd, that you know, yet you, you got that vibe. So I wasn't like incredibly pumped about this movie coming out, but it, it just absolutely nailed everything it tried to do. It, it is such a good movie beginning to end. I think it has a really cool, really cool uh, cast, a great villain, and, it, and it's just super, super funny. I love Ant man.
2: JT. Honestly, I, I just love that they knew, they. you know, a lot of people are like, don't like the uh, quips and little jokes that are, that are all throughout the MCU. I'm a fan of it, depending on where and when they, they go about it. Right. Um, but, Ant Man just owned up to what what it was like that that's what it was going to be that's why it was fun you know funny and, and great to watch and Paul Rudd was just overall impression of Paul Rudd was is great for him perfect he's perfect 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 fit perfect fit in every way Ant Man to the comics no but Ant Man to what it's meant to be in the MCU absolutely he's, he's he's exactly what they needed and um I've always been a fan of his regardless but to be in that role and and uh, yeah I loved it Loved it.
0: What's funny is I going into this, I for whatever reason was not a huge Paul Rudd fan, and I know that's funny because like he had been very, very popular at that point. Um, he was one of the biggest names I feel like, especially at that point in the MCU to enter the MCU, having already been really, really established. There were a lot of big names, but to me, Paul Rudd was next level. Regardless, uh, this kind of changed that perspective a little bit for me. Like he just he nails this role. He's kind of the MCU's everyman, uh, if if you will, and it works so much whether he's in these ant-man solo movies or we see him in captain america civil war or the avengers like the the way he interacts with the rest of them is just it's wonderful and his comedy brings a lot to the table jt like you i'm a huge fan of the the quirks and the jokes and all of that in in the mcu i think it that's part of what makes this so much fun and i know some people don't like it but you know then it's probably just not for you because that's that's a big part of what the mcu is Sure. Um, getting into a little bit of uh, what the box office numbers looks like for this. Not not surprising, but nothing crazy. So the, the movie came out July 17th, 2015, right on the heels, relatively speaking, of Avengers Age of Ultron. And uh, the worldwide number was five hundred nineteen million three hundred eleven thousand dollars Nine sixty five. That's so, that's pretty. I mean,
1: for for a non Avengers movie in twenty fifteen, for you know, it's not the ensemble cast. I, I feel like that's
2: pretty good.
0: It's good. I I don't know that it's almost considered a, a success, which is funny. What was the
2: of... what was the budget for it? Do you know that? Oh,
0: I'm not sure
2: on that. It, it couldn't have been more than like yeah. once one twenty really or so. Yeah, like one. I don't know. Twenty. I mean,
1: you know, five hundred sounds like a pretty good success for for a. I don't know. I, mean, I guess what what were the the other non-adventures movies doing like at that time 500 sounds like a, a good amount for 2015 to me at least
2: yeah i mean and coming off the like you said coming off the heels of ultron i mean people just that was such a big showing and one of my favorite mcu movies personally is to come off of that and still do have for bill i mean yeah I, I
1: I, so all right i mean so i guess for reference uh one one that we talked about pretty recently captain america winter soldier only did 714. so it didn't cross a billion so i mean 200 200 million less than uh, the second captain america movie I think like that's a pretty good showing for Ant Man. One of my
0: I would say it is, too. I, I I'm thinking from Marvel's perspective. You know, I, now though, as now as well. now, well. now is
1: different. I mean, now we're at a point where in 2019 they put out three one billion dollar movies in the same year. So like that, they, I think once Infinity War hit, they 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 kind of just crossed the threshold where it's like, all right, there's a good chance anything we do is going to hit a billion dollars. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that streak they went on with the. Um, If you even think to like 2019, I think they had seven. Disney had seven. Disney, that that makes sense. Mind blowing, right? So you had um, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. You had Endgame. What else came out? Captain Marvel. Spider-Man: fire From Home. Yes, and then they had a a few other live action. uh, Toy Story Four.
1: Could have been Lion King that year too, maybe. Yeah, it was Lion
0: King and or Aladdin. So it might have been Aladdin. That actually
1: sounds that sounds more more accurate time wise.
0: Kind of crazy to think about how big of a juggernaut 2019 was. But I mean, you think too, like Wonder Woman, not Marvel or um not Marvel or Disney, but it came out in 2017, and, and I think it did not. I don't even remember now. I I should have done some research before bringing up that point. I guess I feel like it did somewhere between 700 and 800 million, and that was like considered almost a letdown. But like, how how could yeah. it be like it was. I- I see Pretty those really numbers, so well and received. I don't. Yeah.
1: That, when I see those numbers, I don't. I don't think that's a letdown. I mean, I I think there's some people out there that think blockbuster nowadays and need that one billion dollar mark to 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 validate it. But I mean, five hundred million, seven hundred million. That's a lot of money, man. That's that's killer. I don't know if we're ever gonna see a movie do that again after in, in a post pandemic world. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they should reset that clock right now and be like, "All right, here from now on, this is when we're comparing
2: movies." <laughs> right, right. I could go two If things open full capacity, though, I think it could it could raise the level. Who knows? Yeah. People have been stuck, stuck at home, and sure. uh, I, don't I, know, I think you're gonna have a yeah, a, I mean,
1: a balance there between people, yes, who who want to get out, but then people who still don't feel like they're ready for that. So I, I, we'll see. Right. I've yeah, been of the definitely.
0: mind that movies will still do very well because even at let's say a quarter capacity. When's the, uh, except for an opening night movie for Star Wars or Marvel? When's the last time you were at a packed theater where you like couldn't find a seat? Sure. Just saying, uh, you know, we'll see what the numbers look like when the uh, movies start hitting again. Which is actually just you know depending on where you are in the country right now. Yeah. Um. Right. So I'm excited to see a quiet place too at the end of the month. Almost oh, got there same. Yeah. same yeah i
1: had I, I had those tickets booked literally in my apple wallet i have a quiet place to purchase and obviously refunded since then for like march 20th of 2020 so that's one of like my favorite oh. little time capsules about the, not, i mean not much to favoritize over the pandemic but it's just so interesting to look look back at and it's like man i was going to see that movie and that's still not out yet it's insane
0: dude i wanted to wow. so bad to see the uh john and i were talking about this the uh, marathon marathon of a, a quiet place back to and back. A quiet place too and uh i was in the Geekiverse slack and i said hey anyone want to go see this and I, just someone said does anyone want to tell them and i was like no.
1: yeah and the movies
0: just started getting pulled so like uh I was, I was so close but you know what i'm just a few weeks away
2: we're almost almost full circle I, we've almost completed the circle yes. i can't wait to be back in the theater man. that's that's like my it's my literally my happy place like i i, too, I don't care if it's just me yeah i, I love yeah. the theater it's great and to, it. and to bring it back full
1: circle throughout this whole pandemic i've been the one just begging black widow to come to disney plus i'm like just put it on disney plus you cowards you're losing money you're
2: gonna make so much money but we were uh, we were like addicts coming off the the biggest yes, movies we've watched ever, for sure right like yeah i mean to not have anything was yeah, brutal.
1: It, it, was, it was a long time but to go to come full circle it's finally confirmed to come to disney plus and it's probably going to be the first movie i see back in theater so i'm not even going to support the, the model that i was begging for because i'm, pr- I'm probably going to feel,
0: feel like john has to do both i know honestly <laughs> i
1: might i might i might buy a ticket and then just you know go watch it again you know for 30 I got bucks got on money
0: worry about this on that one john was such a big I'm, advocate of it but it waited okay. too
1: long I know,
2: i'm gonna I know. support scarlet joe in any way i can i love her yeah,
0: I mean, speaking of which, before we get onto to our next bullet point here, tell us we saw the trailer the other day, right? There's four Marvel movies coming out from July to December. Are you, Ugh. are you kidding me right now? I'm
1: pumped, but I don't know if I buy it yet. I don't know if I buy that Eternals. I know we just saw a little bit of footage, but I don't know if I can fully get on board with the fact that Eternals is coming out this year because we've seen so little, but I'm, I'm happy to be surprised on that.
0: I'd agree with you, but they were pretty bold with the rest of the dates. I just feel like, and the, the, the other Eternals thing was is,
2: supposed to be out last November, correct? Yeah, this November. Avengers yeah. five well, was supposed to be out this summer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I don't even know. <laughs> who to this point? I mean, I, I'm I'm hyped for Eternals, so I I, I got to be honest. Like, I've never uh, read any comics, know much about the Eternals in general. Um, but my understanding is there's going to be a lot of explanation in that movie as to why, why, what, when, where. You know, when all this happened, where were you, type of thing? You know, so um, I'm excited. You know, I, I like I kind of hate not knowing some things. I feel like all through game, I knew almost everything that was going to happen or had an idea, but now, like, I'm learning new characters. I'm learning new people. Miss Marvel's coming. You know what I mean? Besides the Avengers game, I didn't know much about her either. So, sure. so for the um, you know, I'm excited
1: for the four films. We have what? We have Black Widow. We have Spider Man: No Way Home. Is that the, is that the name of it? No Way Home, um, Eternals, and uh, Shang Chi. Okay, so those are the oh, four. So, of those four, I think the the one that I have the least confidence in hitting would be Eternals probably, but we'll see.
0: I would agree with that. I Shang-Chi, to me, like, has a sweet spot. I I love uh, anything consisting of any influence on martial arts, and um, Same. Um, I'm really into that to bring that into the MCU. And then, of course, we end the year with a Spider-Man movie. Are you kidding me? Man, good times, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Next bullet point. So we talked about box office numbers. Do you remember your, your first viewing here? Like give us a a quick snapshot of that. Uh, if you need a second to reflect, I I can go first here. Uh, like I said before, off, off the heels of Age of Ultron. I remember my dad and I going to see it and I was not yet at a point in my MCU love that was kind of newfound in the last year prior to that with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I was not like an opening night guy yet. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, as soon as tickets go on sale, get me there. Then I was like, yeah, I'll see it when I see it kind of thing. So we went, I want to say probably the the week after this came out, just my dad and I during the day had a good time. It was so laid back and chill. And I think that's why I like this, partially why I like this movie is not that Age of Ultron was so intense that we needed a, a, a cool off, but this was a nice, a nice transition. It was, it was a new character. It was Ant-Man. It was Paul Rudd. And it was just a fun movie so i think that's what i remember about it most is that i I just had fun watching it i mean what do you what do you guys think were were you in the same boat Uh, i
2: think i'm kind of just sad thinking about it because we're just not in the theater yet but you know we'll forget (laughs) about we're gonna get there so it it came out what i think a little after my birthday so um i have a marvel crew so every time i watch any marvel movie it's with uh it's me my wife my two brothers We've added a friend so far, and I think another friend's adding on. All I know is I make sure I watch it. I'm not going to worry about getting seven tickets. <laughs> People want to hurry up and get their tickets. Uh, I, I just was excited. You know, I, anytime I can watch any new MCU with my crew, you know, we've watched every movie since Avengers 1 together, I think, all of us. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved every part of it. Like you said, Paul Rudd, always a fan of him. And, and uh I just, I, I miss the experience. It just makes me, I'm nostalgic. I'll put it that way. JT, Think I this, can almost this, taste that popcorn, uh, man. We're uh, almost there. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Well, me, I'm a, so, I, I'm a, you know, the wife is a, a, a popcorn. Oh. JT froze oh
1: no i think i think i think the gods have uh have spited him for for about to say he doesn't like popcorn that's a kind of like a serial offense i don't think we can accept that on the show so uh john if you didn't know you froze you froze right when you said the word popcorn because i think you were about to say you didn't like it and now i see you back we see you moving now so uh what okay. were you about to say uh so
2: <laughs> pop okay we're good uh-huh. so i i like pretzels and cheese more than popcorn uh, and then the wife has popcorn and then she, that. she takes my cheese with the popcorn right. that's
1: a pro maneuver right there that's a pro
2: move right there well, Popcorn well i i tell her to get her own thing of cheese i'll pay for it what, you already, more why, would, why would she have some you have some right there she, she knows what she's doing that's ridiculous KC, you know okay. how
0: this works she doesn't want any but then when you have it, it looks so good. You just got to have
2: some. <laughs> I'm a pro at this. The worst. Yeah. And then I, can, you, can you bring my... Well, I don't want Regal to come at me, but can you bring my drink inside the theater? Oh, my purse is still full. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the movies. Empty the purse. We've all heard it. That's what the purse is for right now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: uh... If I got to put um, some crab legs in there, you better empty that. Jeez,
1: don't be that guy. I hate, I hate when people bring no, anything no, pungent no. to a theater. I know crab legs is like oh, a crazy God. And I
2: know you, you'll love this because you're a Five Guys guy. Oh no. I had I a woman. You know what? I, not, I'm sorry, this is totally off topic a little bit, but we were watching Avengers 1. I'll always remember this. This is the most memorable experience I've ever had. This woman had the largest spread of Five Guys for her and her five kids I've ever seen. Enough for me to eat and everybody else with the eat. And I honestly almost asked her for a burger, but she <laughs> literally, the bag was like full, I mean, just handing out burgers. That, I'm that's, like, that's that's burgers? offensive. Like that. I mean, like there, there's a
1: there's a line there when it's like, all right, come on. This is everybody's experience. If you're bringing anything that's hot and has a smell to it, like that's not what I'm here for. I want to smell popcorn. That's that's small, not that's, that's bacon too much.
2: cheeseburger. And I mean, it smelled good. You know, I was hungry. So well, JT yeah.
0: Little did you know the burgers cost about $150 combined, but that massive bag of fries, three dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the Five Guys model. Exactly. Right there. oh man i'm that's where i'm going after this i think uh john (laughs) kind of uh your memories are your first time seeing this movie
1: yeah so i i can't put my finger on who i was with but i know i had to talk them into it i don't know if it was my fiance or if it was a friend of mine i didn't quite have my mcu crew yet because once i once i started working at apple is when i really like nailed in like a bunch of core dudes that i was going to see these movies with um i don't think i was at apple in 2015 that doesn't sound right oh wait yes i was It was. So that must have been it. And I must have had to talk the crew into going to see Ant-Man at least opening weekend. Maybe they just were, they were not down to see it right away, but I I just wanted something to do that night. I knew I was going to see it eventually, but like I said, from, we're going to watch the trailer in a second. I was like, okay, another, another new uh, MCU character. I'm sure I'm going to like it. I'm sure they're going to sell me on it, but like, I'm not pumped about it um and that's kind of how a bunch of my buddies felt about it too so i had to talk some people into it and i remember going and seeing that in opening weekend may have been like a saturday or sunday a couple of days after it came out and all of us just being like man this is the point where we're like we we had a little bit of this uh in guardians of the galaxy as well but kind of just nailed at home that these guys are not missing right now they are taking characters that we don't care about they are they are doing different genres like they man this is a straight up comedy heist movie like i said before this is not a superhero movie whatsoever there's some fun elements about it and obviously some great ties to the mcu but this is a different genre and they just nailed it so like i remember that that first viewing in the theater is just like standing around in the hallway of the theater just talking about how, how blown away we were so man what a what an experience
0: i think i mentioned it on the guardians of the galaxy episode so we're talking about last summer now um game informer basically uh has their calendar of of movies and games coming out and they reference guardians coming out in that august so august 2014 and they say all right marvel we get it this is a test if you get us to care about guardians of the galaxy something nobody cares about then then you're we're in (laughs) jokes on them man yeah because guardians of the galaxy was awesome and then you get ant-man and you get these other characters throughout and even you know to where we're going next like Eternals and Shang Chi, like I don't necessarily say that I I would be excited about those movies, except for this track record. Exactly. Uh, right, like they they I'm I'm sold because they've given me no reason to think otherwise. So, why don't uh, John? If you want to queue up the trailer, I'll uh, give a, another quick promo here. Uh, again, the the show here is presented by Fantastic. It's twenty uh, six shirts dot com slash fantastic. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the wonderful shirts that that John and I have on. Uh, if you're listening, we'll have to describe them pretty quickly for you. But uh, John's got the Scott Lang's Pro Skater, which is fantastic. A, a wonderful mashup of, of Ant-Man and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So all, all you gamers out there will really appreciate that. Uh, for me, I've got the Porguins t-shirt on, which was a limited run, kind of Pittsburgh Penguins-inspired uh, Porgs from Star Wars crossover. So, as I said pre-show, we don't want to talk about it, but I'm, I'm in the market for a new NHL team right now. The Sabres have kind of given us the last straw <laughs> with wanting to, not wanting to, but probably, probably more likely than not, getting rid of Jack and or Sam this summer. It's just, it's too much. So, I'm in the market for a new team, but uh, it worked out because I had a different show, shirt on pre-show. I spilled something on it, and, and now I've got this. So, here we are. But again, that's 26shirts.com slash fantastic portions of every sale. Go to those in need, whether that's a family, a charity, or an individual, you're supporting a great cause. They've raised over $1.1 $1. $1. $1 million to date, which is quite unbelievable. So we love those guys over there led by Del Reed and crew. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you go check them out john uh do we do we have the trailer queued up
1: yeah let's 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 get that trailer going so uh if you're watching at home i'm going to pull up the trailer and you guys will be uh looking at us and the trailer podcast y'all you'll be able to listen to it uh but these guys are going to have to sync up and press play when i say so because they can't see what you see um so i have got it and if you guys want to go ahead and play right
0: now
2: Scott, I've been watching you for a while now. You're different. Now, don't let anyone tell you that you have nothing to offer. Second chances don't come around all that often. I suggest you take a really close look at it. This is your chance to earn that look in your daughter's eyes. To become the hero that she already thinks you are. (coughs) It's not about saving our world. It's about saving theirs. Scott, I need you to be the Ant-Man.
0: So here's what I'll say,
1: and that kind of speaks to what I was talking about when I was talking about the level of hype for that movie. That trailer doesn't do... How funny this movie actually is justice like it, it it has a lot of like very serious origin story almost like an iron man one origin story type vibe to that trailer obviously we get the little quip at the end about changing the name and like all right cool paul rudd's in this he's going to be paul rudd but like i almost would have expected more of like an upbeat like san francisco type uh vibe to the first trailer of this movie i don't even know if i remember seeing that since i probably haven't rewatched that since it was first uh first unveiled so i don't know what do you guys think <laughs>
0: That's for sure the first time I've seen that trailer since before the movie came out uh, six years ago now. That does not capture the flavor or essence of the movie at all. And it's bizarre because to me, um, Guardians of the Galaxy did. Yeah. If we're, if we're talking comparables, you know, a little bit uh, 10 or 11 months before Ant-Man comes out, comes Guardians. And that movie had me hyped and I knew pretty much what I was getting into. That does not feel... At all to me, like the movie does, where it's comedy and heist. This feels more akin to a small scale uh, intensity that we'd see on like an Avengers or a Captain America movie, where it's like we gotta save the world. It's not for us, it's for them. I don't know, kind of interesting. And for the most part, we we've enjoyed these trailers. And it's not to say that I don't enjoy that one, but uh, I kind of missed the boat. Like swing or fall full weight into what your strength is there, and it's Paul Rudd and what he brings to the table. JT, what are you thinking?
2: So, I, you know, I can't remember exactly how I felt back when I watched it, uh, obviously, in, in 2015. But, um, I, I, like, did Marvel really have – I guess there's a question first. Did Marvel have the Marvelness of today – Back then, I don't. I mean, I they were getting there, right? I mean,
1: my, in my eyes, Guardians is when they like really convinced the world. Like just, just I told that story about the game informer. Like, you know, if they can convince right. us, then I think, I think so. But I think I know what you're getting at. Where it's like, all right, maybe they weren't sure. Like, based on maybe they weren't sure they could sell a funny movie that didn't feature something crazy like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm
2: wondering I'm wondering if they, they felt they needed to keep the general theme of the other movies, you know, besides Guardians, just to keep drawing some people in. Uh, and that's why they felt that trailer was was what they needed. And then boom, it's a surprise. Now that's boom or bust, right? So boom, it's a surprise and people love it. Or boom, it's a surprise and people hate it. <laughs> so maybe that's why you didn't get more than the $500 million we talked about. Um, yeah. You know, some people may have not liked it. And for me, I you know, I love the fact it was more like Deadpoolish. You know that, that kind of vibe sure. uh it just didn't give that off in the trailer especially yeah. i'm assuming i didn't feel that way back then either so yeah
0: this feels safe this feels like you know you like i guess the marvel i know is what we talked about a little bit more of that balance between the comedy and action but here it's it's more uh, a serious tone almost feels like a trailer we would have gotten for like an iron man one or two yeah exactly go back that far like we're going back in time from 2015 to 2008 or 2010. Uh, so. This is, I've enjoyed this experiment most in terms of on the show, us watching a trailer and seeing how of how we dig up feelings or how it correlates to the movie, because this is the, the biggest outlier that I can remember so far of anything we've watched. For sure. Um, it, it's kind of interesting to, to see. And we've, we've talked impressions on the film a little bit, but if you guys hit a ballpark, at, do you know how many times you've seen this movie? for whoever wants to go first yeah so i'll say
1: it's not one that i always like it, even though it's like a comedy like we've talked about it's not one that I've, I've i've tossed on just kind of like as a background movie it's like oh i've got nothing on let's toss on ant-man um i've probably put it on to watch it for these kind of rewatches that i've put myself through like anytime i'm looking to like rewatch the mcu is probably really the only time i've sat down and rewatched it so i'd probably put it at like or this may have been maybe like the fifth time i've sat through and like watch this movie all the way through but i mean i i will say that i like it more and more every time so like i'm kind of excited to rewatch it
2: again (laughs) so i would say this is the first time i've watched it to try to find the minor little easter eggs and details myself right like i i think i've definitely watched it i'd say maybe three times this is the fourth um just rewatches in general for the whole mcu i do that too often i feel like um yeah Yeah. nothing that's just like John said, it's not a it's not a throw in the background thing for me. Just randomly speaking, like End Games, my always throw in the background thing. Like I, I can watch End Game a million times over. So, um, yeah, not, nothing on that level. So about three, four times. Yeah, I think it kind of almost like speaks
1: to the fact that like it's just a really good cohesive movie. There's nothing there's almost nothing crazy tentpole about it. Like, we're gonna have a segment a little bit later, like, what's your favorite mo- moment from the movie? When I was watching this film, I was like, it was tough for me to sit down and think about a moment that was the moment for this one. It's just a really good cohesive film, so it's not something I toss on just cause I want, you know, I just want something on in the background. It's something that when I sit down to watch it, I wanna sit down and watch it.
0: You know what's funny is I find a balance there. So for me, I've probably watched this straight through easily between eight and 10 times. Um, this has been, because it was right around the time when I was finding that love or that passion for the MCU, where, where that was really starting to be established for me. Uh, this one is past that where I've sat down and watched it eight to 10 times. I would estimate, uh, a back, also a background movie for me, or one to kind of have on as I, I fall asleep. Like we've all got those shows or movies that we put on, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney plus now, um, that's been one that I, cause I feel like it's got these happy, um, I, the comedic for sure, but like it, it's not a, a super intense movie, so it works for me to to fall asleep to in in a lot of cases. Um, and that that was that was a go to for me maybe a few years ago. So I would say eight to ten times plus all those those kind of you know half viewings when I fell asleep to it. Um, favorite non-title character. So anyone not named scott lang here who's your favorite character in this movie it, you could you could name a, a handful here you know john and i always kind of like try to get there first but I've, i'm gonna cede it to jt <laughs> you, JT, do
2: you listen, he wins the jackpot there's only one uh 100% is Luis. <laughs> Luis is my favorite hands down first of all i'm hispanic so you know repping the hispanics all day um I, look I, he he's just the perfect fit i mean speaking of this movie and then obviously amanda wasp and and uh you know his, his little parts and how he's connected to does with the avengers like how does some Good. random guy just connects you to the avengers and uh his stories are are honestly so again i'm a hispanic that's exactly how hispanic stories go like that <laughs> stories go like hours tangents and they can't and Avengers are looking for you like it, it, it's you can't just tell them you need to tell them everything that happened in between and it's like, you know, talking to my wife and it's, it's just it's always I, was, for I it. was just about so. to say I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: have to get my my fiance to take a 23 and me because she's she's got
2: she's got some <laughs> tangents. Okay listen that's that's uh that's definitely that's definitely how it is <laughs> in the world of uh puerto rican uh life i guess if you want to call it but uh yeah he's he, who who wouldn't pick him i mean I've, i'm assuming you guys are either there or may have someone a little different maybe but uh 100 yeah that's i did
0: have it. someone else in mind because I, I, I felt Luis was obvious um
2: go ahead oh
0: so maybe that is, is an answer at the end of the movie michael pena though like what uh I respect comedy moments like this so much, where it's it's so clearly not a part of the script, but like he just did it because Michael brought that to the table. But he goes, he said yes, and then he does this,
1: <laughs> yeah, like
0: this like twitchy half smile. I freaking love that so much. It I was... love that <laughs> so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, JT, that's that's a good one. I I had to hear the ship from John there just to see what was gonna happen uh john i'm gonna let you go next
1: oh man it's so tough because like that I almost feel like there really aren't a ton of standout characters in this film other than Luis. But um, I'm gonna go with another member of the crew. I'm gonna go with Ti. I think his name is. I had to look it up. His name's Dave. His name's Dave apparently. But um, <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't know Ti acted at all. This was probably the first movie I saw him in. Like when I first saw him, like man, Ti, like he, you know, he can carry a scene and he's super funny. So he, he does stand out to me too. It's just another that 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 whole trio, all three of the all three of the partners there, just such a great comic relief. They're so perfect. And like I remember the first time seeing this movie and like oh he's got his friends outside of prison and when they when they realize that they have to bring some more people in i'm like yes they're bringing back the the goofballs like i'm so pumped about it so that whole trio is great but i thought yeah i thought ti is really good too
0: they work so well together i love that crew so much i hope we get more of them in uh quantum mania right that's gonna be Amp three whenever that hits um all of when ti is introduced he goes what's your name dave so great like the just the, this dry humor and those guys play off of each other so great um towards the end of the movie they're <laughs> they're they're being pursued by the cops and they just keep shushing each other it's <laughs> so good <laughs> so, yeah those guys truly brought uh, a new element to the movie that that wouldn't have been there otherwise um character i actually had in mind neither of you took uh, i'm gonna go with hank pym i i love michael douglas uh, in this role we see him more prominent in the trailer, right? He's narrating everything that's going on there. But big fan of Michael Douglas's performance in this movie. Uh love the family dynamic and the uh, I'm going to get into some of those in my notes here as we get towards the end of the episode. But um just a good presence between kind of being a little bit uptight and having these moments where he breaks into the comedy and, and meets Scott Rudd halfway. Scott Rudd. Wow. How about that? Uh, Paul Rudd a hybrid halfway. there. I, I just combine them. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Hank Pym. Uh, and it's funny, like, because I, I had no previous or preconceived notion going into Ant Man about anything, Ant Man. I didn't know what the character's supposed to be. Didn't know if he's supposed to be serious or funny or what that dynamic looks like. And then you, I get there and it, it, I kind of like that it was fresh, but like they went with Scott lying over Hank Pym. And that that was like an MCU choice. They could have gone vice versa there. So, for what it's worth, I know maybe long-time comic fans may have had other things to say about it, but for me, that was just not a thing. This was like a, almost a learning experience for me. Um, and I think you guys are maybe in similar boats where you didn't have some of that background as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had no connection to Ant-Man, and uh, yeah, th- this movie was my introduction to Hank Pym and, and Scott Lang,
2: so... Oh. Yeah, same boat.
0: The, the next uh, bullet point we want to get to here, that moment. So... We say that moment, quote unquote, what is the, the moment in the movie that maybe sticks out most in your mind, whether it was a funny line, a, a, maybe a tender moment that was a little bit smaller in scale, you name it, anything come to mind. And if not right off the bat, I, I do have one.
1: I have one too. Uh, so I, I, I did say it took me a while to think about this, but it's because my favorite moment is, is definitely at the end. Uh, we talk about this being a, a comedy and a heist movie, but this, this final battle between the yellow jacket and Ant Man is really awesome. They they use the gimmick of the character the powers of the ant-man the limited powers of the ant-man super super well and super creatively uh, that that final scene when like, there, there's a lot that goes on and gets them there but the using the shrinking um the shrinking and enlarging discs to, to, to get one of the ants to be huge and when they're running around in the train set like those set pieces like it was it was funny obviously at the same time but like it was just a, such a cool way to use that gimmick I thought that whole final fight one of the strongest endings in an MCU movie like the final climax was just so so clever with using all all of the things that have been established in this film, all all the callbacks and all the little toys, the tank, everything like that, like it, it was so so well done. Um, yeah, that, that that final fight and the the use of all of those shrinking and enlarging text was it was my definite that moment.
2: So I, I think you know I'm I'm with John for sure. That's definitely kind of took it. So I gotta get something else, and I I did have something else anyway. But I love the the final battle. It was awesome. Um, I I'm weird because i love all of the pre-avengers content so when we saw peggy and and howard stark in the beginning uh hank pym when he was younger and knowing that ant-man existed you know prior to with all the videos that they have and, and pictures and things like that uh getting to the background of him and and janet uh obviously hank pym and, and janet um pym um i I want more of that. So I I almost like for me, it's a good moment because I I love seeing all the past stuff that's happened, right? Like Chachaka in, in Black Panther when he was younger. Um, I want, I want personally a, a pre vengers Disney plus series with Chachaka, with Hank Pym, with, you know, Janet, uh, I don't know if it ever happened, but I I would just love that. like they you, you never know if they interacted right. They can bring anything up at this point. Um, I, I would just you know for me I, I think there's so much stuff that happened in those in, in that time period. We you know we see it with, uh, the, the the Captain um Isaiah Isaiah Bradley yeah uh you know he he existed and we never knew until you know Captain Winter Soldier. So or I'm sorry um no you got it you nailed it. Well yeah well Captain <laughs> Winter Soldier he is Captain now the final top, uh, the top series top. yeah. The series the official cap now um you know I, I i love those little trinkets those little little things so i mean I, I personally would like to see that in some kind of series even if animated um i, I would definitely like to see that so for me that was a good moment uh, i just love the old content I, I can speak to that too
1: because i it, it, previously on this show i've said that like I've just never really cared that much about S.H.I.E.L.D. So if you go back to our Winter Soldier, uh, the, the movie Winter Soldier, uh, that episode, went, I talk a little bit about how it's not as high of like an S-tier movie for me like it is everybody else. It's partially because I didn't really care about S.H.I.E.L.D. I, like I, that the, the fact that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. existed kind of even tainted it more for me. Like, I don't want to watch a network television show. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. in, in a nutshell was kind of just like, whatever for me. This was actually one of the first like little scenes that made me think like, oh there's like some really cool lineage in what happened there. Seeing Peggy Carter and seeing, um, uh, what's Tony Stark's father's name? Um, Howard Stark, seeing that version of Howard Howard. Stark and seeing them all interact and like, Oh man, the Pym Particles, like this is like 1989. Like that, that I I will say that that intro was super, super strong. And it was one of the, the little breadcrumbs to get me on team. Like, okay, this shield stuff is actually pretty cool.
0: It hooks you really fast because you're like, Hey, there's some recognizable characters, right? Like that's a very good tie in, especially for, as we were talking about, to a character that we don't really have any history with with ant-man or at least the right. average fan maybe doesn't um for me you know i love both of your points there i'm going to bring up a little bit uh more emotional or tender moment in the movie and it's when hank is talking to hope really about what happens to hope's mother uh and why she she did what she did and went subatomic and finally like after all these years he's finally saying this is why i'm doing what i do as a dad right and it's super emotional. It grips you the whole time, and then at the end, like nobody else can, Paul Rudd makes it hilariously awkward. And just standing there, he goes, "This is awesome." <laughs> I ruined the moment, didn't I? Like that's yeah, you it's did. just it's so good because yeah, he ruins the moment, but for, from our standpoint, he actually makes it better. Uh, without it's such a fine line between taking the air out of an emotional scene and just making it funny. So you right. find a way to do kind of both of those things without making it uh, cringy. So, it, you know, like I said, it's only Paul Rudd can do, but that would be my moment. Um, I want to get to, so uh, JT, typically on the show here, I, I've got just way too many notes and we, we've covered <laughs> a lot of them, but I'm, I'm going to jump through them. If you guys have some comments, definitely break in because I want to talk about them more, but as I go through the show, I've got these kind of observations that I just bullet point on my phone, um, and I'll get to it. So we mentioned already this is the first solo movie outside of the original Avengers, so that was a big deal, right? We're we're still testing the waters here, unless you count Guardians of the Galaxy, but to me it's almost a little bit of a team-up. Um, I mentioned that I had reservations on Paul Rudd going into this. That just went away after seeing that he had... Um, I wouldn't say ability, but he had some versatility. I think is a better word uh, as an actor to to not just do those 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 quirky comedies, but to to bring his own flavor and personality into a superhero franchise. So those reservations quelled. Uh, I'm mentioning that 26 shirts had a very very popular meme for Avengers Endgame after the trailer came out. If you remember, at the very end, it's it's. Uh, Scott Lang waving at the camera, basically, for the security camera saying that he's there and he's got the van. Um, basically, the I, I don't want to butcher this, but it was to the effect of uh, 26 Shirts putting out a meme that said half of humanity is basically gone, but we got the van, which was, <laughs> you know, a nice callback there. Great. I love the theme. I, I don't know why this is so funny, but that Baskin-Robbins always finds out. Oh,
1: that I love that. That was so good. I yeah, I totally forgot about that. That whole Baskin yeah. Robbins thing, like the way the manager handles that situation, and, and the way like Luis and Ti or Dave, I forgetting his name it's just Ti to me. But the way they react, like yeah, that's so good. Baskin Robbins always find out, man. So good,
0: Luis man. Oh, Baskin Robbins always finds out, bro. Yep, it's so good. Um, so what's I think the manager's name is Dale. Like that's so hysterical. Mm-hmm. To th- that guy. I'm in charge of this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. you can't it, keep you, obviously. It wasn't a
1: violent crime. It was a cool crime. <laughs> it's a cool crime.
0: <laughs> what an acting performance that is. Um, at the very end, so you notice, he says, Totally cool. Off the records, off the books. I'll look the other way if you take a mango fruit blast on yeah. the way out. He did. <laughs> so he's drinking <laughs> one as, as uh, Scott is walking out of being fired. Pretty funny. I have maybe a. Maybe this is loaded, maybe not. I have an answer in my head already, but I want to ask you guys this: Is Darren the worst MCU villain?
1: Oh no, not even close. No, no, I love Darren. I mean, like, all right, th- that was that was an overreaction. I don't love him. I think he's very, very well written, and I and I think it's like perfect for this plot. I don't like he himself. I think plays the character he's supposed to, and he's completely unredeemable he doesn't have any of those kind of qualities we look for in someone you know some of the you know more two-dimensional type villains but i think he's perfect for this plot and there's there's definitely worse villains i think obadiah stain is by far worse i I think there's a lot of i think we can go we can go through that list (laughs)
0: okay so definitely not obadiah from my standpoint good points overall john jt i want to hear your answer to that
2: uh the worst no i think i think you're you're a little upset with the writers and kind of speaking of what john said they're, they're, he was a one-dimensional typical villain of a superhero movie yeah i'm mad i'm angry i'm bad stop me okay you stop me movie over but i mean that's kind like, of really but but no I, that, and that's not bad though so i i don't mind that right like that's that's just what that movie was and and, and speaking to uh, I guess the the lower budgetness of it like that's just what it was going to be well, right it's
0: real quick just... real, real quick before John gets his point in. Yep. I'm not saying he's the worst. I'm just asking. You're asking a the question. A question. That's fair.
1: Okay. okay. Um. So, <laughs> so not even a rebuttal to that. Kind of just to support that. yes, yeah, Super, super one dimensional. But the writing is very transparent about it. Like, and there's really oh, yeah. there's, exactly. And there's no, there's right. no, there's no like potholes is even too much of a word to use. But there's no gaps in why why he gets where he gets because like right away there, there's a quick mention that this this serum messes with someone's mind and then they give us this really cool scene where he just straight up kills somebody in cold blood very early in the movie. So. We we know like we don't have to get with an Obadiah stain all of a sudden he's this business he's the ceo who wants to make a lot of money and he wants to keep selling weapons and then two seconds later he's murdering thousands of people in the streets with a super 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 suit right so like that's the jump in logic we kind of got a little bit more clever writing or at least just a, a good paper trail uh, as to why he gets to where he gets like he, he's spent his life he's obsessed over this and now the chemicals are affecting his brain he's doing some crazy stuff Ice is a dude in cold blood in the bathroom. Okay, we get it. This guy is a villain. He's not just a CEO who wants to make money. He's a bad dude. Got it. Noted. Now now I know why this right. final fight's right. going to be a real so final I, fight.
2: I guess, I guess some people could just have an issue with what the plan was for him, but they executed their plan perfectly. It's kind of what you're saying. Like they, they knew what they had with him. They went with it. So yeah. I, I agree. I don't think the worst. Definitely it's not, not, worst. not, not no, amazing, so but... Yeah, go ahead.
0: No. I start out this movie every time. Every time I forget the eight to ten previous views that i've had of it and i'm like oh gosh this guy sucks when i first see him but then as the movie goes on i'm my my mind inevitably transforms to oh, it's not that bad from a character standpoint yeah so i'm i'm more in line with you guys but it's just a question that i always have on my mind and then i i question that uh so i'd say right off the top of my head malekith is worse because he's terribly forgettable oh, god it. Uh, dark him. world right awful awful you could have um,
1: give me an hour I wouldn't have gotten that name right
0: who is the villain in uh um incredible hulk is that oh. uh, a
1: uh yeah it's abomination. yep it's abomination.
0: Okay. he's the he's below that like yeah
1: they're, they're, even, they're, there's a lot of bad I villains
0: get off on a tangent there's there's um jude law's character and captain marvel i would even say just like so i quickly get back to like the middle ground with him I think there's actually pretty good development with him despite being relatively one-dimensional because you mentioned there's reasons to why he is the way he is. There's the uh, the serum, so to speak. There's the emotional issues with um, not having, or kind of been rejected by Hank, his mentor, right? Like there's some baggage there. He's not totally this jerk for no reason. Doesn't make it any less worse but you can at least get behind it a little bit like <laughs> like we talked about not that we could ever in a million years justify what thanos does down the line but it's not that he's just doing it for no reason at least there's something there so doesn't justify it but uh i wanted to ask the question because it kind of came to to mind as always watching it i think i think it's a
1: fair question he's very he's very one-dimensional and he's almost pretty he's he's a pretty bland character but he's i think it's written well and i think he serves the purpose of the plot well enough without you know having any glaring plot holes
0: he doesn't make me roll my my eyes every time i see him on screen past the first time there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's enough (laughs) once there's a I little like development, I actually don't think it's a bad performance, and I, I think it's a, a decent character. So I'm happy we had that discussion. I wanted to ask it. More uh, <laughs> points again. Uh, Scott and Cassie's relationship, man, so it's good. beautiful. I call my daughter Peanut, and I—that's absolutely where I got that from. Right? It's just—it's how it goes. So I love their dynamic. I love their uh, the loyalty from his daughter, despite being in kind of a messy situation, and I love also how it mirrors. Uh, hank and hope's relationship to a degree uh so that's something that uh i don't know if it's just because i have a daughter myself but you kind of start to to see these things from a little bit different perspective so I, I think it's all just it's beautiful um obviously as we've gushed a little bit this is the start of luis's awesome lip sync montages i call them oh, lip sync yeah. montage uh man just so good so good throughout we get the the one midway through the film and of course the one at the end which has some really nice uh tidbits but again those, michael are, Pena, man.
1: those are so much fun and my favorite thing to do is imagine the actor listening to michael peña and trying to match his lips my favorite one is anthony mackie when he's sitting on the bench if you just like yeah. watch his facial expressions you can tell he's just listening to obviously that's the way they had to record this that he, they listen to his vo and he tries to match it it's just so funny like just watching Anthony Mackey try to nail that, and he does. It's
0: super, super good. What a fun day or days that those must have been on set, recording right. all of that. Like just Michael, you go do your thing. We're gonna bring it to the set.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Uh, I love the line. Uh, so when Scott's trying to blow the the safe door off in the basement, and they go, "It killed DiCaprio." Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it killed everybody, DiCaprio. not the old lady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. We talk, Their yeah. dynamic is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is a little bit off the beaten path, kind of, but I do like that it kind of establishes, the movie does a good job establishing the perspective from being shrunken, right? So if you're, oh, if you're gonna Scott bring this and up. you get in the suit, I think that that is, was not necessarily an easy thing to do, and they, they did a good job of it. But John, give me, give me your thoughts on that. So
1: actually I was going to go somewhere else with that, but I, I do have something to say about that as well. Super, super cool. I I, I think that the effects are incredible. The way they like, not even just the effects, the way they give him weight and the way they explain that, like he has the same density, if not like increased density, maybe they even said. So like when he's, when he first puts it on, he's falling through the apartment and he falls through the ceiling, the little like puff of concrete to like show you that he went through like a concrete wall. That stuff's really good. But then there's a few times where I'm like, wait a minute. You just fell from the ceiling and just landed on a record why did that record not shatter like you if you can you know funny stuff like that that stands out that's like certainly not taking me out of the movie i'm just thinking about that kind of stuff they did a good job over overall with it where i was gonna go with it is dude when he goes when he goes subatomic and he's just shrinking forever I'm one of those, I'm one of those guys who can just sit up on YouTube until 3am and just watch theories about things like the universe and things about like molecular sizes. Like that kind of stuff is insane to me. So just being in that mindset, it's like, how far can you shrink? What happens? Oh my God, that was an atom. He's smaller than an atom. What, where does he go? Is it just colors? What's going on? Lights reflecting. That's really, really cool. Like what, every (laughs) time I see that scene, I just get lost. It's like, what would happen? (laughs) Like, I love that
0: it makes me feel claustrophobic yeah i guess is what it really <laughs> when, I, when i see that i'm like oh gosh that is the ultimate nightmare right there like Crazy. you're done oh i
2: do i do love the idea of the of the quantum world though so john kind of speaking to what you said too that's the concept of, of a whole new universe that just it hasn't been accessed as far as they know right like it, it, it's so cool to think about like how they just act Yep. it's a travel through time we see an endgame and stuff like that you know it's just it's it's cool it's so cool the concept of it's awesome i think we're gonna see more of it obviously uh with Ant man and the wasp 3 or quantum mania mm-hmm. um so that would be good
0: so this is the first movie after ultron right we say it kind of uh switches things up after we get an avengers team-up movie uh funny enough of course the first movie after the brutal intensity that is infinity war is ant-man and the wasp so just kind of ironic that those two follow each other Uh, To speak to your previous point just a moment ago, little did we know, a lot from this movie kind of establishes a little bit of a foundation for what we see in Endgame, as well as what we're going to see in the Phase 4 multiverse stuff, at least I think. Kind of, uh, it's funny to think back and think that this movie was way more important even than it felt originally i guess i agree I,
1: I don't think anybody could have predicted that the pym particles and that the quantum realm were going to be like the solution to beat thanos at the end of this 23 arc movie you know like yeah it, it blew my mind when i first started seeing the trailers and we all started connecting the dots it's like oh wait it's gonna be time travel those suits look awfully similar to the to the uh, ant-man suit like what yeah really cool uh
0: hank pym refers to the iron man suit as cute i think that's a funny little yeah <laughs> um, i love that they reference the avengers facility as how one of howard stark's old warehouses facilities. yeah, yeah. Warehouse, warehouses. yeah that's a mm-hmm. good call um that's that's a nice little tie-in seeing uh seeing anthony mackie there so their little fight right uh at that point i can't imagine that i ever would have thought that we'd get a series pretty much surrounding that character. Yeah. And here we are in 2021 and we did, and it was freaking awesome. Oh, and by the way, he's Captain America. Uh oh,
2: you man. know, and I i sadly was not part of the episode you guys recorded for uh for the series, but my biggest takeaway uh from that real quick, not to go off the changer, but um I never thought I'd be interested in in Bucky and Sam's history, background, where where they're going, what they're gonna be. But goddamn, you know that series—it it totally turned me around for sure. Like it really, it really did. And like he's cap. Like we never thought we'd see him be cap, and and here we are. So it, it was it was awesome for sure to see him in those minor minor you know uh, roles before that. And, I would have never thought he'd be where he is now in the MCU. You yeah, know what I mean, so so back uh, looking at from the filter of back
1: then, it's like, oh cool, they got like a B list MCU person to make an appearance in this. But now it's like, oh my god, look at how far he's come, man. Like like we like like you said, we see him as Cap. They did their job. Like we, it, if you watch that series, you 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 get it and you're on board. He is Captain America now. So if, like to to watch this film with that that new filter, it's like, oh man, no longer is he a B tier guy that they're that they're sneaking in there. How cool that they got him. It's it's now it's like man. Come a long way. This is awesome.
0: I know we talked right. about it a little bit on our last episode, but I knew, you know, truly, whatever was going to happen in this Bucky and and or uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, that Sam was going to be Captain America. We know that pretty much uh, from the end of Endgame, right? And man Anthony Mackey just a wonderful performance in that series which we could we could talk about forever if you guys keep seeing me look up at the ceiling it's because there's a, a spider that has made its journey basically oh so I can, <laughs>
1: wrong show
0: man no no
1: that's a great segue i'm gonna i'm gonna hop in and talk about it, one of my favorite moments and i'm sorry if i'm taking one of your bullet points away but you're talking spiders so ahead, man I like, oh. yeah we're talking spiders so <laughs> in that in that final uh Luis spiel at the end where he's talking about how the avengers are looking for him i figured it's one of your notes on there but you said spiders, so i had to hop right into it we we had heard rumblings that possibly spider-man could be making an appearance in the very next movie in this in this franchise which is captain america civil war so to get that at the end um the, I, the i'm actually a big fan of the actress who plays that the journalist anna akana she's talking through all this stuff she's like oh well, you got to be more specific we've got guys that fly we've got guys that crawl that swing guys that crawl on walls and i remember the pop in the theater where everyone's like swing crawl on walls what sony still owns them and we didn't like it was so so good to just plant that seed way before we have even gotten a trailer for, uh, for Civil War, I'm pretty sure, at that point. So, man, that, that was awesome.
0: So maybe my timeline is fuzzy here, but obviously that was a bullet point for me. You, you yeah. know me too well, John. Um, I thought very close to then, maybe like a month or two before we had gotten word that, that it was happening, that Spider-Man was allowed to cross over. They reached an agreement. I could be wrong on this, but I'll just tell you as I remember it. So as I remember it, I thought that maybe that happened just prior to the time Ant-Man comes out. You could be right. The Civil War Civil War comes out in 2016, but the first trailer comes out December 2016. Yeah. So Spider-Man probably would have already been a part of it. I I would think. But I remember if again, if I remember it correctly, seeing that and being like Oh my God! Yeah, Did they just say what they said. So, it's even, freaking
1: out. Even if you're right about that, I remember being in so like so. Even if that story came after or before, I I remember being so. I will see it. I will believe it when I see it. Mode like
0: sure, sure.
1: I, sure. I, I could see all the articles and everything like that. Like until I see or hear Spider-Man reference in the MCU sure they made an agreement i don't even know if i trust half of the you know half of the reports that i see like kind of yeah. when we were go- when we were going through all the you know the, the the most recent uh will spider-man be in the mcu anymore i didn't believe half of that stuff until i saw like disney actually tweet that kind of stuff out so e- even if we were there and we had that report i was definitely like i still need to see it before it's real for me and this was the first time mm-hmm. he was referenced so it was like it was still huge
0: Even if it never happened, like let's say they had not reached that agreement or not gotten Spider Man into Civil War and this happened, doesn't matter. You can still tease that. Like, that's still an okay thing. It was there. Oh my God. So when I see it now, I really, really appreciate it because it's like, holy moly, what a time that was. Think back to social media and everyone just freaking out. Um, All right, our friend has (laughs) almost made it to the corner, so I think I'm (laughs) there. Okay. so oh. if, if
2: you guys don't mind real quick i, I have one th- this is way before any of this uh in the movie when darren had met up with uh you know the remnants of shield and a couple of other people that were looking to buy the product right uh by the pin particles or, or the their army the the mini army so i've been doing i I went down a rabbit hole a couple weeks ago and i, I call it the 10 ring uh rabbit hole so within all of the Iron Man movies within this movie, we we see signs of Shang-Chi's Ten Rings organization. So, like the the organization that that the, the Mandarin is a part of, right? Uh one of the guys in the room, look you know, for across his presentation, had a 10 rings tattoo on his neck. So he was a part of the ten rings. Um also, uh, and I I'm sure you guys have probably seen this or, or noticed it yourself, in the second Iron Man. The Ten Rings gave uh I can't what what is this Ivan what's the villain's name Whiplash Whiplash yeah. is the is the comic book name but yeah exactly. um they Ivan they provided him the documents to get to the U S uh, so like the Ten Rings have been around for a very long time they're they're a main villain for Iron Man they're you know the, yeah. the organization as a whole um, but to see. Like to to look back and all in these movies and that when i like i i literally look for this stuff now so like that when i go and redo a rewatch i look for the little remnants of like the you know a guy crawling or you know just to see that the ten rings have been around since iron man one like there were you know the people that kidnapped iron man were 10 part of the ten rings as well so like Shang Chi is coming and i think it's going to be awesome like just to see how they really connected the dots throughout the you know the past 12 plus years so yeah and i think uh, that's i'm excited
1: I, i'm not fully there like you like i'm not scoping that stuff out but i've seen it i've seen a lot of that stuff tweeted and i've seen it referenced and especially because so many people thought in iron man 2 it was burned so easily so many people thought like oh this is how, this is what you're going to do with uh with the 10 rings and um i even forget who the the fake uh, the mandarin yep the mandarin or was that that was iron man two,
2: right I mean, three,
1: three, three. Three, okay, yeah. So so people, yeah. everyone thought, like, all right, Iron Man 3 is when they burned, it. like, this is how you're going to use that character. Like, all right, we're done with 10 rings. That was, like, a fake Mandarin. Like, people were bummed about it. So to see, like, those 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 things continue to be planted, people who... So you remember
2: the fake Mandarin was approached with the guy with the silenced gun or whatever? Yeah. That that was a 10 rings member. <laughs> so, like, they're, yeah. the 10 rings are everywhere. They're I'm excited they're to see... I'm excited to see how much of that we see in, in Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if they do like little callbacks to the scenes we've seen so far with scenes we've seen. That's kind of a <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know th- throughout the MCU. I'm 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 so I like it. It makes me more excited for Shang Chi. Like I don't know the character. I don't know the organization as a whole. Of Ten Rings. I do know that they're you know kind of a villain more towards Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But obviously Shang Chi is associated, and it's going to be awesome. So I, I, I'm a big rabbit hole guy. I got to stop doing that. Same. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> you said
0: who you said uh, someone had a, a a tattoo what scene was that in
2: uh uh the presentation that cross gave for the army of, gotcha, of all the hornets. Uh, hornets yeah one of the uh, guys has, so a, cool. has a 10 ring tattoo to on the side of his neck yeah uh, I, I, I did not notice that myself I would have never noticed that myself but down my rabbit oh, hole I right? noticed that and then I started digging more into where else have they been
0: <laughs> I live for that stuff in the MCU, but in Star Wars too, like that, mm. any little bit like that, like yes. I, I could write an essay on it. It's it's, it's absolutely,
2: insane. absolutely. We
0: were we were just really quick talking about Iron Man two and three, but I mean, you can see there, you can't really see it. Um, Iron Man three confirmed better than Iron Man two. It, uh, you know, it's, I, it's what it is.
1: I just put it on screen for the people at home to to confirm that yes, Iron Man three is factually better according to this this piece of paper in front of me. It seems like it's factually yeah. better than Iron Man two.
0: I, yeah, you can't really argue with the facts. Um, it's, in, it's in print. <laughs> last few bullet points here. Um, Louis says the system. Love that so much. I mean, uh, the system. <laughs> that whole sequence is great. But, I could say I let you let me. Uh, uh, just, just fantastic. That's a scene you got to watch over and over again. Uh, oh, oh yes. Okay, so Kurt. Kurt is the name of the third guy we haven't talked about in the the trio. Yeah, that is not Dave and Louise. Yep. Um, he is superstitious. So the reason I say that it's funny because in this one he says this is the work of gypsies. It's kind of funny. <laughs> in Ant Man and the Wasp, my favorite thing ever is as I reference all the time on Geek of Shows and have made a nickname for John is Baba Yaga. <laughs> So in Ant-Man and the Wasp, when he goes, Papa Yaga. I just, it's funny that to a degree, his superstitious beliefs were already here. Yeah. Uh, I just never thought about it. <laughs> oh. Um, this is something I never, I don't think I noticed until watching it last night. And I know it's obvious. But Luis, as he's a security guard or dressed as a security guard, is whistling. Yes. It's a small world.
1: That, so- How did I not notice that? Everything he does while he's the security guard was almost gonna be my that moment. The fact that, he, literally the scene before, he's actually a security guard. He's like, should I have like a shtick? Should I whistle or something like that? And Scott's like, no whistling hard cut he's whistling into a small world so so funny like perfect for that character and also also when he knocks that dude out he's like that's what i thought and then hope walks by he's like i'm sorry it's a very unfortunate casualty in a very serious mission like he's that like that's where he that's where he shines in this movie is that whole that whole security guard scene
0: how about also him taking that guy out of the building
1: oh like, yeah before
0: it blows Did you, yeah like that's so quick but he,
1: yeah he i gotta get that guy
2: yeah
0: so good, um, Luis. There, I. It's so funny because a small world is obviously not only funny because it's Ant Man, right? yeah, but because it's a Disney property. Like, man, they never fail to to intertwine most things. I love all that. I'm here for all of it. That's why we have shows like this, right? <laughs> uh, at the so the the end when uh, John, you referenced one of your your favorite moments, or that moment was when they're using the 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 discs right to enlarge and shrink, and they're battling each other. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine was one of my was basically my first so good geekiverse thing before I knew that I would ever be in the geekiverse. Like it was <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, and then Star Wars. <laughs> like <that was> <laughs> I, I love Thomas so much. When I was little, I had uh, you know, maybe some of you can relate to this if you're listening. The we started with the metallic trains, and then when I was maybe like five or six, the 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 wooden uh, versions of those where you can piece them together came out. If you're in Buffalo, Hobby Lobby was, uh, not Hobby Lobby, Niagara Hobby was a, a very famous store that you would go to and get your trains. Just for me, that was like a, a little bit of a nostalgic tie-in, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine for the win. Uh, it's on Netflix, by the way. There are newer versions of Thomas on Netflix. Of I've course. Tried of course you would know that. Have, of course. <laughs> of course. I've tried to to have my daughter start there, but she's not having it. It's okay. It's okay you can still watch you can still
2: watch you don't need to wait
0: (laughs) that's all that matters matters. what's real quick uh small tangent my daughter's first star wars experience i always envision i envision being her maybe five or six years old and then we we finally start to watch either the clone wars or the movies Uh, on disney plus there's something called lego star wars the freemaker adventures it's actually pretty damn funny but it stars the freemakers which are a family and their old republic era droid named roger which is a battle droid so anytime my daughter wants to watch star wars she says daddy roger roger
1: oh that's amazing
0: character yes i kind of love it but at the same time i'm like her first character love is roger the battle droid we've got some questions here (laughs) so that's good uh anyway uh speaking of star wars i didn't even plan this uh I believe there are two Star Wars references here, whether it was intentional or not. But it, again, they are Disney properties, right? And so this is just ahead of Force Awakens coming out. Darren's lasers are absolutely ripped from AT-ATs, or atts, however you say it.
1: Oh, the way they it's fire? The same sound. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Listen to it. Identical. Kind of interesting, do you think?
1: Not, I've never, never then, thought of that. Then,
0: listen to it, you won't be able to unhear it. They're identical. Empire Strikes Back. Um, Hank shows a diagram on one of his bits of technology earlier in the movie. And it is absolutely the same updated, but the same as when in A New Hope we see the the briefing on the Death Star and how to blow it up. Where if you fire the proton torpedo down the, the chain and it explodes. I can't... This is like a maybe a half hour into the movie at most Hmm. can't unsee it i wasn't even gonna bring it up until at the end of the movie we hear the 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 lasers and they're the the ad ads so i think i see what you're doing there disney it's all good uh two last things so actually one because we already covered the the crawling uh or we got a guy who crawls up the walls it's it's a line that our family says all the time because it's such a stupid funny thing. But back it up, back, back, it, up. Up. back it up, back it up, back <laughs> it up. It's so good, and you, I feel like that scene was only meant to be like maybe a few seconds, but they kept the camera rolling and it was just hysterical. Yeah, so just the guys. But that feels like Michael Pena to me, where he's like, back oh up. yes, back a little bit of improv
2: there. Yep, yes. hundred mm-hmm. percent.
0: I talk throughout the episode of Paul Rudd's. Comedic timing, but man, Michael, there just
2: seals the, the show. Seals the show,
0: guys. I I had a lot of notes there. I didn't think I was gonna have a lot of notes for Ant Man, but I did. Well, that's where I'm at. I don't know if you guys have anything to to add that I didn't cover that was on your mind. You tell me.
1: Uh, in my in my eyes, we covered it all, man. we we talked a lot about this movie. It's it's just so fun. It's just so fun.
0: It is so much fun. I can't I'm so happy to be back doing this i can't even tell you
1: i can't wait to see where yeah. this is gonna rank i can't I, i'm very curious to see what we're coming up with here I
0: don't, here's the thing so before we typically have gotten to our rankings i have an idea of where it's going that specific movie yeah uh i'm just gonna kind of go with the wind here and see what happens i just know my answer will probably be whatever john's is uh, <laughs> that's kind of that's, that's kinda how, how it works out. it
1: is We've, we've only disagreed a few times. I think, I think we had one disagreement where you would have kept going with Iron Man 3. You would have put it ahead of one, and I didn't do that.
0: Watch, watch the video clip. If you're, you're listening or watching on, on YouTube, go to our YouTube and search They Recast Rashawn because that, what you're describing right there, John, is what happened. That is what happened. I would keep going with Iron Man 3, but... Uh,
1: I wasn't having case.
0: it. That's okay. We found a happy medium. So John, I'm going to give it to you just to, if you want to recap what the rankings look like and then yeah we'll, we'll make it.
1: let's get into it I've got it up here I did I did manage to sneak uh The Incredible Hulk back onto the list unfortunately we do have to have that listed because it was one of the movies we watched um so here we are yeah we got so we got number one Guardians of the Galaxy two The Avengers three Age of Ultron uh four Winter Soldier five Iron Man six Iron Man three seven Iron Man two eight Captain America first Avenger nine Thor 10 dark world 11 incredible hulk so i mean where do we start so yeah, I'm, gonna, I I'm gonna i'm gonna start low i'm gonna say let's just start and i think we can all probably agree we can start with it right above thor let's work our way up does anybody think is that thor is a better movie no okay okay so we start with it above thor and behind captain america the first avenger which i'm voting right now i I bump it above first avenger where are you guys josiah you john you as well unanimous above above first yep okay so above above the first avenger so now we've got iron man 2 man we know how josiah and i feel about these iron man movies it it, it, to, to me it's very tough even though i know we're gonna have to it's very tough to even get these out of order because to me, like the Iron Man trilogy is just very good. And it's just like, it's a little trilogy, but we really, we, I can't just, you can't just stick three movies there on the list and, and, and just not a move them. Trilogy. It's tough. Yes. Um, I put it above Iron Man two. I, I think that this is a much tighter movie. I love Iron Man. I love all the Iron Man movies, but I would say Ant-Man is a more cohesive story and a, a better movie than Iron Man Two. What do you guys
2: think? And I, I, so I, just to go forward, I, I, mean, I think it's better than Iron Man 3 as well. So whoa. definitely too, definitely two. Definitely whoa, 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 Hot shot. Whoa. One time. De- definitely. So, okay. Not, not, let's not do that then, but
1: Iron well, Man 2 for sure. Yes. Well, okay. So, it, so okay. It, it already hops Iron Man 2 because John and I both, both think so, but I want to hear what Josiah has to say.
0: Dude, I struggle with Ant-Man because when it came out, I felt like I would have had it at the top, top third of the list. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm so stressed right now not just because that splitter is gone <laughs> um, I'm going <laughs> to you know it, I, obviously it's a moot point but I'm going to leave it
1: you, would, you wouldn't say it's above Iron Man 2
0: it is all up to you guys to progress Ant-Man it's up to me further on the list. I'm it's, done.
1: it's up to me Would I put Ant-Man above Iron Man 3 which I know John already would I absolutely would
0: John think of for we know be watching
1: <laughs> this uh this has nothing to do with Rashawn, but i wouldn't i wouldn't i love iron man 3 I, I i think that's a i think that iron man 3 at this point in this mcu reviewing i think iron man 3 is the most underrated movie we've seen so far i think it gets way too much hate it's such a it's such a fun movie it's more iron man and, and, and i really like the themes in that film so i wouldn't put it above iron man 3 we're gonna get so much hate for this we're gonna to get torn yeah, apart as we, we always are. do, and that's why I love doing right. this show. I love listening to very heavily opinionated Marvel people because
0: we're in that because we're the same way,
1: but we just yeah. you know we right. just don't always agree.
0: You know, John. John, it's fine. The difference is we're right. So it, the it difference just, it is... <laughs>
1: we are right. So John, you would have kept going, John. Just for just to know, would you have gone ahead of, ahead of Iron Man with Ant Man?
2: No, no, you would have not, not about Iron Man. Iron Man is too hey, nostalgic for me.
0: This, this makes me feel good. I really was a little for the first time, nervous when we got into this because I didn't know where I would have it sit. I wouldn't be super pissed if we got it up to like Iron Man level or above. Yeah. I, I, I would not be legitimately pissed if we got it above Iron Man. But for me, I think all three of those Iron Man movies are great. I'm saying it right now. All three of those Iron Man movies are great. We're, we're in the mcu man you can't go wrong minus dark world and incredible you just can't <laughs> go wrong right like it, it's fine it's fine so that's where i'm at but yeah I, I like this i feel good with this
1: all right so we've, we've got a new a new top 12 ant-man slots in at number seven right below iron man three and right above iron man two so that's the it, you know what i'm almost just relieved that we've finally broken up the iron man movies and i I don't feel the pressure to be the first to to, you know to be to be in there breaking them up again because it's gonna get dicey man we're gonna get into some really really tough conversations soon like i start to think about (laughs) some of these some of these films coming up where it's like man what this is gonna be fun i love ranking this stuff this is so good
0: dude i have to throw up (laughs) because like (laughs) the list list after this is just insane so Um, good
2: like we have a lot of good movies coming. I
1: mean we're starting phase 4. The, so Ant-Man is the final movie in phase 3. We're getting into phase 4. Right. We are we are officially ramping up to Infinity War and Endgame. Like that is we're in, we are in the endgame now sorta. Of. I mean we got we got some Get movies left. We got some movies left, but we're we're heading into phase oh, 4. Yeah.
0: So, no no, and End of phase 2 going into to 3, right? You're saying with uh Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a whole phase behind what, here. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what, we knew what you meant. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just for clarification. So I John, I kind of can't believe we finished <sighs> phase 2.
1: I know. Like we yeah. are we, we're ha- we're literally halfway there. And the, our, our next Avengers movie is Avengers Endgame. Like we're we're getting there, man.
0: So Ant-Man to me represents a bit of a turning point because after that for our next episode we get Captain America Civil War, which I mm. love by the way. Um mm-hmm. We get Doctor Strange, we get Guardians 2, we get Spider-Man in the MCU, we get freaking Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War. Are you kidding me? I have goosebumps right now. I, we're about to go on a run.
1: We are, I and just a quick about next week, I have not rewatched Civil War in a very long time because of the show. When we were doing the show, obviously we're still doing it, but when we, when we committed to the show, we were, we were doing it once a week, and I'm like, all right, I'm not sneaking in any other rewatches, and we had a little bit of a hiatus, and I did wa- I did rewatch Endgame and uh, Infinity War back to back. I did do that, because I felt like it was far enough down the list where it's like, all right, we still have weeks to go before we get back there, but I'm like, I'm not rewatching Civil War. That's that. Once we get back into this, once we start the second half of these movies, that's going to be quick, and I probably haven't seen Civil War in over a year, if not longer. So I am Thank so you. excited to get back into Civil War because I, I purposely was like, that one I'm waiting for. That one's so close. So I'm, I'm waiting.
0: I don't want to spoil the rankings. Um, I love Civil War. Love it. It is so Spent good a while. for some reason. A while. you know what? Same. We... We talked a lot about Ant-Man, more than I thought we would. Yeah. We're gonna talk a lot about Civil War. There's a lot of ramifications. There's a lot of characters that are very prominent in that movie. There's a lot of insane underlying themes. So let me tell you everybody, what a way to come back here with Ant-Man. This is the appetizer. Wait for the full course with Civil War, buckle up. It's gonna be quite a ride uh, next week or whenever we get to this episode. But fellas, what a, what a time, uh, as I've said, throughout the Geekiverse's existence, what a time to be a geek. We've got the MCU, we've got new content on Disney Plus every month. Uh, we've got a lot on the Star Wars pipeline, video games galore. It's just a wonderful time to be here talking about the things we're passionate about. We're going to wrap things up here for this episode of the MCU Reviewed. We want your opinion, though. Can't wait to hear what you think about how this fits in the scope of our rankings, especially in the middle of all the Iron Man movies. Uh, John and I noted Iron Man uh, trilogy lovers. Uh, Would love to to hear where you would rank it. Give us your rankings on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Comment in any of those social media profiles for us. You can watch this episode, of course, at YouTube.com slash geekiverse. Listen to it on any major podcasting streaming network or right at our website, TheGeekiverse.com uh our sponsor for the show again fantastic that's f-a-n-t-e-e-s-t-i-c 26shirts.com new shirts uh every two weeks and proceeds go to benefit ben uh, uh charities individuals in need or families in need wonderful partner there with del reed and 26 shirts we can't wait to have del back on the show i'm hoping he comes back with civil war because i think he's gonna have a lot of things to say but if not we'll get him for dr strange i'm confident uh, John, any, any closing thoughts on Ant-Man at all that we missed or, or, or what can we, we can look forward to next week with the Geekiverse?
1: I'm, I'm just so excited to be back in the, the swing of things and trying to get one movie a week. I just, it was, it's, this rewatch is so much fun and it's almost, it's the, it's the pattern, it's the frequency, but it's also the restraint. And like I, I, we just watched Ant Man, and I'm like, man, Civil War is next. I just wanna, I just wanna pop it on. I want to watch it tomorrow night. Like I can't wait. But the restraint there is like I want to get that in right before we talk about it. So the, the the schedule is so good. I just to be back in this rewatch mode. I'm just I'm so excited to be back.
0: I could not say it any better, my friends. Uh, It's nice to have that schedule to almost hold you accountable to watching it, but to have that uh, that discipline. Oh, our spider friend is back. Beautiful. Um. So, I. You know, watch along with us. That's the point of this. We want this community watch along. That's why we started this during the early days of the, of the, the pandemic, to, to, to have something to do. But we're optimistically, optimistically getting out of the pandemic. Continue this journey with us. We think it's going to be a blast, especially as we get back to theaters here. JT, anything we missed on Ant-Man? What we can look forward to for Civil War, getting back to movie theaters, you name it. Hit us with your thoughts.
2: Uh, Nothing on it, I man. I think we pretty much went through everything. You know, I'm just excited to do this. Like I, I told you guys when I first joined up, you know, I, I, I love Marvel. I love Star Wars. Those are my two favorite things. So just to be able to watch the movies I watch all the time anyway and talk about them. Um, but there's there's one thing. Hold on. Oh, no. What? Wait, wait, what? There's one thing. I Wait, hold That's- on. You guys hear that? Oh yeah, it's very. we heard them all. <laughs> we're we're bringing we're bringing Ultron up above Avengers, baby. What? I want that boat out there? I want what? that boat out there. Whoa! Wait I want a that. Ultron is Damn. one Damn. of. I honestly, I have it. I'm not, I'm not gonna give that. We we'll go we'll, we'll cross that road when it gets there. I have it above Avengers one. Ultron. Okay. I'm gonna snap it out. John, you're you're. Man, it, I, JT, I
0: I did not see that coming. You'd
2: legitimately have me surprised
0: if we were ending the show. Me too. A lot of times there's a little bit of almost feigned surprise. This is totally genuine.
2: hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah, I it's I, want, a I I am a huge, huge fan of Ultron. Me, um as never, as a I villain, did. as a movie. Same uh it's not gonna stay. Number two, uh, just based off of what I know is coming, but I want it above Avengers, and I'm okay with uh, that being the case. So, but do you think that the fans will there. support it? Do You think you'll win this? I've started to notice a lot in Marvel Reddit and Marvel just Twitter speaking. A lot of people are like, the nostalgia is always going to be there for the first Avengers movie, but they're starting to see it's not the best. And I think I, I think I'll get enough votes. Wow, steps coming.
1: I uh I applaud the confidence because it's something that I'm 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 sort of I'm close with you I'm close there on you like I, I every time I watch Age of Ultron I love that movie even more in that we, is, I, we just talked about that I think with our first with the Wandavision for you sure know, it, and that is think, my movie like what, that is my background movie man like I love Age of Ultron the right. action in that it's like every time I turn my head something cool is happening or it's like all right turn my head right. oh this scene's awesome like right. Ultron is that movie for me so man it's. Ooh, I'm I'm not I mad mean, just, at it, Just thinking about how it.
2: how it build, builds up the tension uh, between you know Tony and and Cap that you start to see that little civil war tension that, which we're getting right into civil war next week. Um you know I, I 100% have it above Avengers 1. And the nice sound is great. Like the first team up, love it, but you played go. the crowd
0: you're going to play the crowd beautifully here just like I thought you did even though we had the wrong rankings uh going back to the last snap. Uh I wouldn't be pissed I can a, absolutely make an argument
1: I think I might help I think I might vote for it <laughs> even though I'm I'm part of the team well, that put Avengers above is, I, Ultron. When we, oh. when we
2: had this the mishap and I and I snapped uh Winter Soldier above um I if you guys remember like I mentioned that Ultron's going to go above that like that because we we thought we hadn't watched it yet I already uh, in my mind had already picked Ultron to go above that you know above Cap and Winter Soldier it. um so Ultron's up there, man. Every time I watch it, I feel like I fall more in love with it. Our three
0: movies currently, Guardians, Avengers, Ultron, and then Winter Soldier, I think definitively, still in my mind, those three movies are where they need to be.
1: Those are the top four right now. In in the top four. Um, I would never
2: disagree with that.
0: And like, had we, as we tried to say uh, that we were going to move up Winter Soldier, I would have said, no. Like, I'm just not there. (laughs) I'm not, I'm like under hype when it comes to that movie but maybe overhyped the civil war as we'll find out Uh, yeah but i absolutely can get behind and i think it's one of the earliest movies i reviewed for the Geekiverse. like we're talking early uh early 2015 i think uh and i said that it like kind of captured it didn't capture the initial magic of seeing the avengers together for the first time but it kind of came close and i don't know Ultron and Iron Man 3 for whatever reason I always feel like those movies are craft on unnecessarily and so I, JT I think I support you you know what I, I may vote for it we'll see All right, just, let, get let, that let vote in
2: it. People, please get that vote in.
0: So, okay. John, tell us what it looks like now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so right at once. This once this video is posted, and I'm going to try to post it tonight after after we finish recording and I get this edited. Once this video is posted, it's going to be accompanied by a tweet on the Geekiverse Twitter. So we are at the underscore Geekiverse on Twitter, and it's going to be a poll. It's going to run for three days, and it's going to simply say, "Which is the better movie." You've got two options. You've got the Avengers. You've got Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, we're gonna toss in a couple of hashtags to try to get some uh, some random pe- random people to find the poll. But John, try to, try to find your your favorite social media influencers that are that are uh, Age of Ultron stands and try to get one of them to uh, to help you out here. Because as much as I as much as I can get behind it, and as much as I I could see I could see myself getting there because I think they're both great, and I really do love Age of Ultron more and more every time I watch it. I still think that the the majority, the 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 vast majority of MCU viewers aren't, isn't going to support that. But, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I think
0: excited there's an to... off chance that you do find the right crowd, whether that's Reddit or a portion on Twitter, and you get behind it and it takes fire. But I kind of do agree with John that I think, not to stereotype, but I think comic book fans or old school comic book nerds will maybe be like, you're crazy. So... You gotta find the right crowd here. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, damn, that's super exciting. Yeah, so and, and you know, I know. feel like
2: with Winter Soldier without Ultron being there, my goal was to get it to uh, number one. There's no external like extra goal here. Like I, I see Ultron always being above Avengers, no matter you know whether those drop down to six seven or five six. I don't care. Sure, but I need to see Ultron above that. All right, I like it. I vote. respect it. Vote, yeah. people, vote get
0: out and vote am i right Uh, cannot wait to see what that looks like gosh that's super exciting well i you know we wrapped up everything we possibly could want there what a nice little almost cliffhanger there with jt uh again i'm josiah leroy with john fick and jt our, our new friend here at the geekiverse super excited to join up uh for this series again with 26 shirts and fantastic Hopefully we'll see you guys next week for one of my favorite movies. Again, not to spoil anything, in the entire MCU, Captain America Civil War. Make sure you watch the movie so you can keep along with us, whether it's on YouTube or on any of your favorite podcasting networks. And let us know how right we are or how wrong we are with what we did with Ant-Man. Again, for John and JT, I'm Josiah. We'll catch you guys soon. Have a wonderful evening.